Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Mike Katz, and he is going to be playing Dawson in the upcoming indie horror film reunion from Hell 2. Hey, Mike, how are you doing tonight? Doing great. This is amazing. Thanks for having me on. Yep, not a problem. I know uh, I've been saying this with a lot of people that I've interviewed from the movie. I was supposed to be in it. Um, <laughs> oh, and I was so sad to see you drop out. So nice to be able to connect this way, at least, for the time being. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I know I've been seeing a lot of behind-the-scenes pictures. I'm really upset. I'm really regretting not going. Like, I, I couldn't help it. My family got COVID, and they were going to be my ride down there. And uh, fortunately, the, for the better half of everybody on set, I had no choice but to drop because I didn't want the rest of them getting anything, you know. No, definitely the right way yeah. to go. But you were definitely missed. Sorry, you're yeah, be thank you. Right. Thank, well, thank uh, you. Yeah, I, I'm, part three, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I've heard so many uh, amazing things from set, and I saw so many amazing pictures. Um, but the first question before we get into reunion from Hell Two is, how did you get your start into acting? Yeah, so it's interesting. I know these past couple of years, a lot, a lot of folks, you know, with things not being open in public, they found new hobbies or dedicated more time to old hobbies and just yeah. found themselves in different ways. So I actually, you know, my other endeavors are remote, so I can kind of travel, what, you know, wherever. Nice. You know, I have the flexibility. So I saw a ad for, uh, the, they were making a uh, movie, Clown Motel 2, out yeah. in the desert. So it's real place, if your listeners aren't familiar with it. Real Motel out in Nevada, about three hours from Vegas. Typical mm -hmm. tiny desert town, middle of nowhere. Real place you can stay the night. There's like a million clowns in the lobby. Mm -hmm. All the rooms are decorated. All the rooms are decorated very clown esque. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's, it's literally next to an old cemetery. So I mean, clowns freak people out. So it just has mm -hmm. that eerie feeling. But anyway, but they're shooting a sequel there. Saw the first one, and I saw an ad that they were making a second one on location. And I just said, you know, f it. Nothing else is going on. I messaged mm -hmm. the director online. Never met him before and said, hey, do you, like, if this isn't too late, do you need anybody else to fill any parts with? And he actually replied back and said, if I can make it out there, you know, he'll put me up. And nice. just met a lot of good, yeah, met a lot of good folks out there. And the rest is history. Got my start doing that. And I've been kind of moving along since. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. So right. I guess, how did you become part of Uni from Hell 2? How did you get this role as Dawson? Sure. So, uh, back to Black and Clown Motel 2, a couple of folks I met, uh, Dustin, he works for Hell, so Hellfire Radio, and it's and I'm still with them uh, as we speak, almost a year and a half later. So, Hellfire, we do run podcasts, was, uh, horror, like, mostly horror-related and pop culture. So, he's the CEO of Hellfire Radio, and I've been with them as a content creator, been on some podcasts with them, developing shows. And so, earlier this past uh, or actually it would have been last year, in the summer, we went to a couple of conventions and we helped run like their technical, the Q&As, the lighting, some of the back, some of the background, you know, nuts and bolts. Mm -hmm. And one of the cons we happened to go to was Tidewater and Hayden happened to be there as a, as, as a guest. And we were vendors promoting Hellfire Radio and some of our acting gigs. And Hayden was a guest promoting, of course, reading one had probably just come out a couple months, a couple months prior. He was talking about reunion two coming out, and I just happened to moderate his Q and A. I was just chosen to, you know, each one of us at Hellfire was doing different Q and As, and just by happenstance, I was his. 
So never met before, just, you know, he talked, he did his promotions, talked about what, you know, Hayden, what he was doing, the upcoming movie. And then I actually sounded intriguing because, you know, <laughs> it's obviously, as you know, it's holiday themed and a lot more graphic than the first. And I had not seen the first at that time. And after the Q&A was done, I said, hey, you know, that actually sounds kind of neat. If you have any, you know, have a need for additional mm-hmm. parts, you know, <laughs> happy to chat. And we kind of kept in contact, saw each other again with uh, the DP, mm-hmm. Sam and Jonna, at another con in October, Scarefest, and talk more about it there and just happened to be the right role. And able to come on board, saw the first got a copy of the first one from Tidewater and actually like, this is actually really <laughs> cool. It's actually really neat. You know, slash, there's a lot of slashes out there, but I was like, wow, this is, you know, real characters, real dialogue, authentic. It's just a good old fashioned slasher. Nothing, you know, you know, beat your head over and beat you over the head with anything. It's just gory entertainment. So I was Absolutely. like, happy to be on board. So. Absolutely, and I uh, apologize to Hayden if you're watching this, but uh, I haven't seen the first one yet. I, it's on my bucket list, but I've been so busy, and I was yeah, going to yeah. watch it before I ended up going down there to film, but I didn't get a chance to, obviously, I, I, I end up having to drop the project, and I hadn't gotten a chance to watch it since, and I'm trying to find the time now with being being picked up, uh, you know, by a company, you know, for uh the, my book that um i'm trying to um you know breathe basically <laughs> oh sure no we, we and, and, and like you said earlier before we started taping congrats congrats on that book deal but you really Thank but uh, if you have downtime yeah you really should check it out it's i mean yeah. i heard so i heard of some amazing things about it from a lot of contacts and uh I mean, I can't wait to see this. I know Hayden put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in the first one. I can only imagine what went into the second as well. Oh, he, he, he definitely did. And the act, and the act, and he did, he actually he has this really, he has a really keen eye for just who he wants for these roles. Like when you see the first one and when the second one comes out, it's just who he finds to just get these parts. It's just, I mean, he just, he has a knack for just being able to figure out who can mm-hmm. bring what. So like the acting, I mean, in both of them, of course, but he just... Yeah. Uh, just really outstanding and the story absolutely line. absolutely so i guess everybody's like talk, is wondering and if they haven't seen any of my previous reading from hell 2 interviews they're they're probably wondering well you're talking about reading from hell 2 but what is this movie can you let us know a little bit about it sure and this is and this is just the description that's up on the public page it's not giving anything anyway right. anything away so so it picks up a couple years after the first one of course uh hayden the main character riley you know, survived the events of the first one. There was, you know, a crazy killer out with, you know, and they had, you know, I want to see what the agenda was since you haven't seen it yet. But after, you know, <laughs> the, after the events of the first one and after those loose ends are wrapped up, Riley's trying to move past those events and gets a bunch of his friends together to go up into the, to go up into a cabin for the holiday time, to spend time with family, other folks. Basically, it's, uh, you know, okay, you know, we're moved, we've been past all this, we've past all the horror. I want to get, you know, my close just friends and family and just spend the holidays together. And then of course, as we all know, things start happening again. Yep. Absolutely. So as, as the title states, it's another reunion, but you know, yeah. very helpful. Yep, absolutely. So your character you play is known as Dawson. So can what can you tell us about Dawson? I guess without giving a little too much away, I don't know how much you're allowed to give away, but yeah. Oh sure. So Actually, like one of the, I mean, I kind of alluded to earlier about the people he finds to fit the actors and actresses' parts. 
Another thing that's really neat about the two movies, I think, is like each character like yeah. has a purpose. Is really, I mean, obviously some characters come and go more than others, but yeah. each character is fleshed out. So Dawson has, you know, he's one of the main, he's one of the main friends of yeah. the group, and so you know him, you know him and Riley had, you know, had a past kind of you know off screen, meaning you know in between, in between one and two, right? Like right. it's alluded to, you know. Oh, they, they, they had a good past they had a good past um that they met and through right and through riley dawson is able to you know make friends with everybody else in the group and kind of you know find his way to kind of get kind of get acclimated so you know it's not just you know and the other characters as well you know other new other new characters that are from part one they have their own backstory as well either they were friends with riley you know in between one and two or they knew somebody else or they, they knew riley's family members so really uh, so that's who Dawson is. You know, him and Riley, um, they met in between the events of the first and second one. Yeah. And then it's got to be really good friends. And then when the second one starts, everybody's now going up to the cabin for the holidays. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think it's going to be great. Been, I became really good friends with Hayden. Um, and uh, I, I really wanted to work with him. I really did. I mean, he, he definitely became a good friend of mine that I really want to meet him. Um, so speaking about Hayden, how was he as a director for this movie? Well, I mean, Hayden and I mean, every everybody was great. Like the entire cast and crew was amazing. And Hayden, you know, as I said, already a couple times, you know, the knack of having, it's interesting, when you have a knack for casting people that fits, you know, what's on page with the script and the vision, then when you, you know, start filming the scenes and getting things put together, you know, it's also that vision of how you want them, you know, to act, to act this way or that way. So, you know, so we'll do multiple takes, right, which is part of it. I mean, him as director, he's, as a director, he's great, like, great to work with, you know, allows people to give their own feedback, their own input, and, Obviously, you know, somebody is better than others, but everybody has a voice to say, hey, you know, what do you think yeah. about this? Or maybe we should do this. Oh, that's great. Or, well, maybe we should do this instead. Okay. You know, right. that's fine exactly. too. But, but definitely, you know, since day one, and, you know, even I was told this before I come on board, but like the way Hayden works is, you know, really just, you know, yeah, he, he values ideas, values inputs, and it definitely makes for a better, you know, collaboration, better, you know, yeah. Chem, you know, group chemistry, and I think it's better overall product when people are just, you know, genuinely enjoying themselves. Absolutely. And then, you know, another shout out to, um, you know, Sam and Jana, which you've, mm -hmm. you haven't met, you know, I don't know if you met them. I had, you know, yeah, I, I never met them. Um, I was really looking forward to it. And Jana was so sad when I had a drop. She um, really, Jana, really loves me. I had them on the show twice, but yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're both amazing. And so, you know, Sam, you know, is the one, you know, you know, behind the camera, behind the camera, actually, you know, wanting to get, you know, the best angles, the best lighting, and the mm -hmm. best takes. I mean, he, and, and I mean, they both, they, they know what they're doing, and three of them together, yeah, they're, you know, great to work with. That's Absolutely. That, that's awesome. And uh, obviously, um, outside of, of course, yourself, and uh, Hayden, and, you know, the other cast and crew that were involved, Darren and all that, there was the, th you know, there was three people that came in from the, from the iconic cult classics, so to speak. And the first one, we had Kathy Podwell. And in this one, yeah. we have Lisa Wilcox, Danny Hassel, and Mark Patton, all from their uh, respective A Nightmare on Elm Street. Lisa and Danny, first time they're working together since Nightmare 5. So uh, what was it like? It must have been so surreal to be working with the likes of Lisa, Danny, and Mark. <laughs> 
I mean, I know the phrase gets thrown out a lot and everybody says, you know, everybody says the same thing about no matter what it is, right? It's like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe I'm working with these iconic alumni and, you know, grew up watching this. So as cliche as it sounds, it's the truth. I mean, you know, we yeah. all, you know, as horror fans grew up, yeah. you know, watching Elm Street and it's one of my favorite series. So to be, I mean, not just, you know, you know, and going to, you know, we, we all go to conventions, so it's, yeah. We go to Horicon, you know, you get a you know quick meet and greet, get to say hello, maybe get a signature, and then that's it. You're lucky if you can, you know, yeah. lucky if you can get a good combo out of them because it's so proud is when you actually get to work with them and yeah. act with them. It's just obviously a whole different level. You get to know people mm -hmm. personally and just see what they do with their craft. I mean, yeah, as you said, it really was surreal. I mean, all I mean, like Dan, I mean, Danny is hilarious. He's got, he's got a lot of good stories, you know, Mark. You know, we all, you know, he was such a great guy, very soft-spoken, but, you know, he fit in well. He loved the experience. And mm -hmm. Lisa, of course, at least in, well, Lisa, of course, from part four and five, like Danny, you know, she's a master of her craft. I mean, they are all all right. But she, you, right. Know, she, you know, she, you know, it's just amazing watching her go from, you know, relax one second, then, you know, character the next. Goes so, from one to a hundred yeah. really quick. <laughs> right, right. I mean, and all, and all three are masters, and get me wrong, but it's just right. trying to. Trying to trying to you know distinguish between the three of them a little bit. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, I don't, and I know some people had. Yeah, I there was. I'm trying to think of which ones I had more scenes with, and um, of course it seems like it was a blur now. You know, just a couple of weeks ago that we finished, or last week we finished wrapping. But yeah, um, yeah definitely was lucky enough to be on screen with. Yeah, um, with I think all of them. Absolutely. And uh, I know uh, I had Lydia Manson on the show um, right before you filmed, the week of filming. She was actually probably going to Tennessee within the next couple of days. And uh, she, she, the, she, exactly what she said is how I would have felt like these are people I grew up watching. She was she's like, how I, I have to be professional, but how can you be professional and not fangirl? <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's, it's one of the, it's really one of those like you know, mindset. So you want to yep. show your appreciation, but also you don't want to come across as, you know, that person, right. That they see it right. on over the years. And it's, and, you know, and even afterwards, right. Like even when we're not filming and people are sitting around having maybe a, a drink or just joking around. And it's mm -hmm. still one of those things where, Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing because even now everybody's relaxed. I still don't want to, you know, it's how do you, I mean, yeah. you know, I, it's at least for me personally, it's still, keeping my guard up and you know yeah because you know, i just don't want to let it down too much and say like the wrong stupid thing it's Absolutely. weird you know in, in a good way but yeah lydia probably it's 100 yeah absolutely and it's like because like you said you, you whether or not you are filming you're still with these people that are in the industry and you want want to you want to have fun but you also want to act as professional or mature as possible no matter how much you want to say can i get a picture yeah <laughs> And, and they're right, and, and they're and they're great about, and they're, and they're super great about that too. At least you know, yeah. they know it's part of the job, and there's yeah, and people, and you know, it was yeah, just good to be around them, good to just mm -hmm. hear, them. and and they they were happy to share stories as well. But you know, absolutely, they you know every they probably heard every question, yeah, hundred times over. But but they were <laughs> still enjoying. But at least you know, from my perception, they were still enjoying themselves. That's awesome. So. I, this part, this next question might be a little hard. I mean, it might with spoiler territory, but uh, like, what do you believe the best part about filming Rooney from Hell Two was, and what about the worst? 
best and the worst. Hmm. You know, if you were to talk to people, some people might have the same answer for both of those questions. So we mm -hmm. filmed, so the majority of it was filmed at a cat. So we were all inside a cabin, mm -hmm. right? Like the stories, you know, a bunch yep. of friends at the beginning, you know, they go up to the middle of, you know, mm -hmm. literally middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah. And, and it felt like it, and it felt like it too. I think our, our water actually, uh, mm -hmm. this is not in the movie, but like in, in real, in real time, our, our water ran out and they had to actually bring trucks up to dump oh well water back in. Like we're, we're a little bit off the main grid. Yeah. That was, that wasn't really the worst part. I mean, I, I don't mean the, you know, the some days being around everybody in the same environment where you, you know, eat and film and sleep at, you know, it was a great experience. And I could see some people thinking it just gets you after a while because you're yeah. surrounded by everybody at the same time. And it's just yeah. constant excitement, which I thought was great. It was all about the experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that was, for me, that's probably the best part I, okay. for me was just the way it was done. We, you know, we just stayed where we were. So, you know, nice. went to bed, woke up and. Did, did anybody like share rooms or did everybody have their own room? So it was almost like playing musical couches in a way. Every night. <laughs> uh, the alum, oh, I think the alumni might have. There's a couple bedrooms, and I think the alum, the alumni might have been in there just to, you know, yeah, to, you know, and a little bit, of, you know, well, a little bit, you know, a lot older, a lot older than us. They're used to, you know, used mm -hmm. to their ways. Probably not as used to doing, you know, yeah, musical couches and beds like the rest of us are. So. You know, we we give we give them the pri we give them the privacy. I think you know mm -hmm. that you know, that generation what they're you know and they earn that as well being in the industry. Yeah. So which was fine, but there's more than enough space. We had couch couches downstairs, recliners, other beds. I mean, honestly, no, I mean, not really any issues. You would think that's that awesome. Yeah, and, and like you said, they definitely earned that like own bedrooms. You know, I mean, they're in not. It's not like they're in a random movie. Like they're in a Nightmare on Elm Street. And Lisa and Danny were in two of them. Yeah, and <laughs> right, you're in two of them. And, and Mark, of course, you know he was. Yep. And he probably started a little bit even earlier than them. And yep. you know, yep. you don't want to. You know, it's just like you know we. You know how would we? How would we look if we invited? You know, iconic alum like that to say, hey, you know. You know, come be with us. We'll let the you know, we'll, we'll let the twenty year olds have the rooms, and we'll let the you know you got, you guys fight over the fight over the couch. It's like, yeah, you really can't do that. But honestly, yeah. it really, I mean, it worked out fine. Again, Absolutely, more, have space, and it, again, it's kind of added to the experience. It was <laughs> all of us under one roof. That's great. So, what do you believe was the most challenging part filming your scenes? I'll be honest. So my first scene that I filmed Lisa was uh it involved Lisa so it was really just getting over that you know yeah fan person yeah. almost intimidation thinking yeah my god I'm doing you know I'm in a scene with Lee, like I mean like you know all you know yeah you walk in you walk up you walk up to the cabin you know everybody greets everybody and she's there so it's like really almost I felt like almost being thrown into the gauntlet automatically right like no yeah, warm-up yeah. here's one of the alumni which was again amazing to share a scene but it was the first scene that i worked on so yeah you know yeah. a little from my own mental challenges to get used to the surrealness of that so right. i mean if that's the worst thing to happen then I, yeah you know no big deal but as far as everything else goes i mean you know i wouldn't call 
I mean, the worst, but not really a bad thing necessarily. You know, we, we're on top of a mountain. You know, we made day trip, you know, folks would make day trips to the store as needed to get supplies. So that was always fine. But, you know, I guess, I don't know, me being a creature habit living in the city, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, at midnight, I really can't just leave to go, you know, walk down to the store like I used to here or just, yeah. walk, you know, like grab like a snack that we don't have. Again, not the, not the yeah. biggest deal in the world. So, right. You know, if that's the worst thing about it, then. That, then, then that's pretty yeah, damn no good deal, right so <laughs> you're right again so i mean i'll go back i'll go back to the acting the most challenging thing about it was for me uh my first scene that involved involved lisa mm-hmm. and um and then maybe danny as well so just getting used to that mindset yeah not getting distracted and staying focused yeah hayden told me that i was going to be acting with lisa i'm like i don't know how the hell i'm gonna even be able to speak yeah, <laughs> she, she i mean again all i mean every I mean, you're all three you yeah know, Matches the craft, you know, here she didn't know she, you can just definitely tell when she's in the zone, she just, you know, she just yep. is there. So it's getting over, it's getting over that initial. That's awesome. So did everybody get to the cabin at the same time or did people like just, did you just all have a meeting point and all travel together because it was on this big hill or? All different itineraries. And okay. one of our, uh, I think he's a producer on this as well. Uh, so, James, so James Stokes. Yeah, he's uh, he's plays uh, sheriff Mike. He so he was amazing. He actually would do airport runs for every for folks back and forth, and okay. uh, did it with a smile on his face. And it was probably a good hour each way up and down this mountain. We had to go up like we're on top of a mountain. Like literally, it's I mean cell phone service drops. You're like one way traffic. I mean I don't know how the idea came up to build these cabins up there, but. It, a car or vehicle were to come from the opposite direction, you would literally have to, you know, just uh, back up, try not to kill off the side or do something. But I, anyway, everybody arrived at different times. James would go pick people up and bring them back. And when we left the set, James would do the same thing. I landed and actually took an Uber there because I was, you know, I'm used to that. I'm like, oh, I'll save people a trip. I don't know what people's schedules are. And right. actually, GPS got us lost. My Uber driver and I literally spent 45 minutes, no joke, in pitch black, like late at night, just trying to find this damn place. Like GPS wow. was wrong. There were these signs, like literally there were signs, no joke, that says your GPS is wrong. Please turn around. But that's how weird, how remote we were and how. Oh my gosh. Yeah, once you get off the main road. So, anyway, just to give a little more, little, little more context. But yeah, people arrive at different times. I. It was usually between like Thursday, between Thursday and Friday. Okay. Uh, a few people might have got there Wednesday, and then yeah. most were there by Friday afternoon. Nice, nice. That's awesome. So, um, when you first read the script, what were your initial reactions about it? First read the script, initial reactions. Really, how it just like a lot of sequels. No, I won't say do but like a lot of sequels should it just ups the ante from the first and you haven't seen the first one yet but i'll just say you know you have you know a lot you know like what horror fans want you have some you know some good kills some good scenes some good chemistry um you know kind of what i alluded to where you know each character really just seems fleshed out you know no pun intended right just has has a purpose to be there so even I think even in some of the more, you know, I guess non-horror scenes or non, you know, crazy gory scenes, it's, that's, I don't yeah. think anything really feel like filler, so to speak. Obviously, you have 
you know, I mean, like any movie, you have to have dialogue and storylines get from one thing to the next, but yeah. it just feels like it flows. When I read the script, it just, everything just felt natural. We had, you know, some surprises in there, of course, and mm -hmm. just felt, just things seemed to flow smoothly. And nice, was, awesome. So, would be a good pace. All right, so the last question I do got for you um, is pretty much about anything else you got going on, any other film projects, social media, websites, or anything that you would like to plug to the listening and viewing audience. Sure, so my next project is, so this one, so, and that's so back to reading from hell. So another neat thing about it besides the alumni, so uh, so also for folks that like those whodunit mystery movies, right? It's, you know, the whole, like, but for the first and second one, you know, I have a killer right. walking around and you don't, obviously you don't know, you don't know who it is, right? They're masked up, they're masked up the whole time. It adds to that mystery of who is it and why. And then my next project, is, so it's a throwback to the Scream movies. Okay. And then my next project is a throwback to those like 80s Friday the 13th Woods movies okay. called, called Barry the Hatchet. And so, you know, Barry is the, I guess, Jason S. <laughs> Jason S. character that's, you know, in the woods, kind of the urban legend, mythology, um, mythology uh, you know, urban legend, mythical, <laughs> slash creature who's you know stalking his territory so i get to be one of the campers on that movie so i think it's actually the director said it takes place in tennessee so i might be heading back to tennessee in the spring nice which we did reading from hell too ad so that's my next project is that that'll be a lot of fun back back to the wilderness uh currently i'm all i'm still with hellfire entertainment media group so for folks that want to look listen to horror podcasts mm -hmm. uh, horror shows on this kind of other pop culture stuff check out hellfire entertainment media group on facebook our uh, ceo dustin his iconic character is scoops the clown and i think you have i think you're talking to him too in the, in the uh yeah i can actually look right now actually let me not do that because i don't want to mess the recording up i can look at my calendar quick uh so i'll probably dustin do it is on time. somewhere around here on the 24th okay yeah so he'll probably mention that as well but so <laughs> scoops the clown uh, S C O O P S. He's our kind of our trademark character for all fire scoop because his, he has his own show, his own podcast. That's some interviews as well. He's scoops has been his, in his own horror movies. Uh, obviously, I met him on, him on Climb Hotel too. So, so I'm still with Hellfire Entertainment. We have some interesting things coming up later this uh, probably spring or summer actually. So, awesome. our social media group will talk about that, and we'll see where that takes us. I'm in between movies right now and nice. social media. Again, on Instagram, I post a lot of uh, convention yeah. from horror cons behind the scenes. Uh, Michael H. Katz, four film, but the number four okay. is, my, is my IG handle. So Awesome. So, so, so folks, feel free to look me up there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for joining me tonight. Hey, appreciate having me on. And again, congrats with uh, the book deal. Thank you so much. You have a great rest of your night. You too, Scott. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. Bye.